The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody, and welcome to the panel discussion. Very deliberate with your delivery. I'm trying to be assertive. One. I guess so. I'm trying to be man. a little assertive. Your yep. home for comic book talk right here on the network at B I C B P. Dash radio dot com. Are you a speaking spell? Yeah. Have I you got, been have you been replaced by a speaking I, I, spell? I, I'm a yeah, I'm a robot I'm robotized. Are you a pod person yes. on this podcast? <laughs> Donald Sutherland's gonna just look at you and <laughs> one of these days I'll do a whole episode like that. Man, that's gonna be a five hour episode. <laughs> We've come close a couple times. <laughs> My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and alongside with me uh, is Smitty. Will Smith coming at you, Schmitty. Keeping it down, uh, holding the fort down, here to give some comic book news, pop culture news. And uh, uh, Matt and I are joined by uh, a gentleman grinning, grinning ear to ear, Baron. I missed you, Baron. Man, How I the have, heck are you? I have not seen you this happy in quite some time. Uh, do tell. Yes, yes, well, <laughs> Baron von Kirchner here, and uh, this smile, this toothy grin you see before you, is because tonight, <laughs> Baron has a very easy, easy night, because you see, I am joined by you, Matthew, good sir, yes, hmm? You, Schmitty, a gentleman, said scholar, yes, hmm? Do but we- you'll notice the foul stench of one... Porcupine Jones is absent. <laughs> yes. Oh, easy night. This shall be a, a intriguing night of intellectual discussion about your books with your pictures and your speech bubbles, if you will. Thought bubbles, too, I've seen from time to time, yes. Hmm? But you see, Porcupine Jones is gone tonight, and that is a cause for celebration. Yes. Hmm. Uh, Matthew, have you... Have you heard the song by a group called Cool, spelled with a K for some reason, and the gang? Have you heard this song? Yes, hmm? What say you? Uh, I mean, I've heard it, it, you know, Kung Fu Fighting and and, and all that stuff. They have a smasher of a hit uh, called Celebration. And uh, they tell us that we should celebrate good times. And they say, come on, yes, hmm? Great song, and that's how I feel tonight without said porcupine Jones, that filthy scoundrel. Is this is this it? Oh yes, the beat. Mm. Yes, dancing. Yes, fast. Come in. Yes, <laughs> Baron. Look, Baron. Wow, Baron, are you moonwalking? <laughs> celebration, oh, porcupine. You're filthy. Time to celebrate with the clean gentleman. Yes, oh, <laughs> Baron. Wow, he just. He's moonwalking right out the door. Well, I guess maybe we'll hear from Baron later tonight. Is he snorting coke on my table? No, I mean, that's uh, uh, baking soda to keep his Uh, felt nice and fresh. He's got to keep that nice and fresh. I gotcha. You know, starch and such. (laughs) Static cling, the felt, you know. (laughs) All right, I had to make sure, you know, we're not supposed to do any drugs in there. No. The the landlord would kick us out. Oh, yes. You know, it would be bad, so I had to check. Yeah, gotta stay on top of things. You do. So, what's new, my friend? Uh, just uh, you know, hanging, hanging through. Excited for Loki. Uh, hitting, hitting the airwaves tomorrow on Disney Plus. Technically, yeah. um, By the f- time this episode drops, it'll have been yesterday. But we are excited for it. Yes, yes. Uh, we are very, very excited to uh, to see you know how Loki unfolds. They're saying it's supposed to have the biggest impact on the MCU of all the TV shows so far. Okay. So I mean, that's been... that's some of the rumors I've seen. Nice. So there's that. Um, enjoyed Bad Batch this last week. Um, 
I was a little nervous because the sisters coming back yeah. from uh, Clone Wars. Uh, Rafa and uh, the other. Who do you other... think that figure is at the end? Oh, it's Ahsoka. Come on. Well, who else would it be? You think that what? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, they know Ahsoka's a Jedi. They know the shit that went down. Right. They know that the clones killed the Jedi. They'd be like, hey, yeah, we saw some clones and they seemed A-OK. But here's the thing. <laughs> Ahsoka, I, I think this is going to be the season-ending arc. Ahsoka's going to be like, oh, you found some clones that are OK, OK. Yeah. But obviously something's going on with Wrecker Man there. Oh, it's gonna he's going to turn when she's oh, around. Oh, yeah. He's going to see a Jedi. Fuck. Good soldiers follow orders, my friend. I don't want it to happen. I'm not ready for it. It's going to. It's going to happen. You don't see are they these? close to like? I mean, I, I I don't even remember. Are they even close to like trying to figure out what's going on with the chips? Like, isn't the one dude trying to look into it? Yeah, um, but I don't know if they know how to like to actually to, modify. Yeah, it. to modify them like they did in uh, the last season of. Well, now it wasn't the last season. It was the lost season of Clone Wars. It was yeah. season six that was on Netflix, and then, um, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I know you guys talked a little bit about it last week. Um, I'm not ready for it. I love Wrecker. I think he, he's one of my probably my favorite character of oh, the yeah, Bad he's, Batch. He's awesome. He's great. Um, but this story is unfolding very, very nicely. It's actually helped reinvigorate. It's helped reinvigorate my love for Star Wars. Yeah, you're saying you're 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 Before. like you're secret, I'm all sir. in. How are your secret? Tell us your secret about coming back to Star Wars. <laughs> uh, it start, I mean, it started with Bad Batch, and then I started pretending that eight and nine didn't happen. Episodes ah, eight yes, anonymity. Yeah, you just got to wipe the memory clean. I Will Smith going... came in. He had the little the little zapper. <laughs> then Tommy Lee Jones came back and he did the second zapper. I'm all for it. I've been rewatching all the old movies. I've been watching like YouTube clips, like uh, back like heavily in Star Wars theory. Uh, watching rewatching Clone Wars. I'm almost through. Clone Wars uh, is awesome. I, I mean, it I took a break. Slow. Yeah, first season's a little slow, but I feel it picks up. Toward the end of season one, and then it just doesn't look bad. I'm towards the end of season three right now. Nice, yeah. We're in the with those uh, those super force sensitive characters on that weird island. Oh yeah, the Mortis. Yes. Story arc. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's it's good to see. I'm I'm warming up to just everything. I'm just excited about. It. I mean, we've talked about it, like so many times. Like there's there's like nothing from that newer trilogy that that like. That sticks with me. That I'm like, oh man, I got to rewatch the scene or hear this dialogue again. There's none of that. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, so many missed opportunities, and even with like, you know, Micah reading the uh, the Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, which I liked. Which was I, yeah. I, I mean, the, it, I it that followed through out. on things at least. Correct. Instead of just being such a jumbled mess. Correct. So, but all this has inspired me to do a Star Wars comic book this week. So oh, nice! Very uh, good to I'm, get you back into the swing. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. it's it's been uh, some of the Star Wars fun. comic books like that are coming out. Um, like there's that War of the Bounty Hunters that I brought up a few weeks back, yeah. and I was still because they were bringing back Dirge. Well, they've also brought back Kira from the Solo story, and she's like, you know, just this last week. When her that that book released, um, yeah, they brought Kira's back, and Amelia Clark was so happy that they brought that character back in any way, shape, or form. Even though it, you know, comic book, obviously, film would be ideal, TV show would be ideal, oh, of course. But um, just the fact that they're bringing that character back at all, and I, I actually kind of liked Solo. I didn't see it in theaters because I was butthurt from Last Jedi. Oh, the same one, same one. Um, I think I watched it on Net- Net- Netflix. Have it for a little bit. It might have been Disney. No, I, no, I think, I think it was wait, they it waited until they might have. But I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did. Um, so, I I mean, I got to see where this Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters. It seems like it's one of those annoying Marvelisms where it's across a bunch a of couple different, different titles. stories. Right. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to see how I can piece it together. I might just wait for the trade pa- paperback to come out afterwards. Yeah, so I don't that's have probably hunt, the best for to hunt down, you know. What issues and this, that, the other thing, and I have a problem as far as being like a completionist. It's a it's a issue of mine where I, if I go in to just dip my toe in, I find very quickly I'm waist deep, then I'm shoulder deep, and then I'm underwater. Yeah. So, oh uh, yeah, I just know I, it's myself. An obsessive personality. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. I I agree with that. But yeah, so Bad Batch is looking great. Uh, did you like this episode, or was it kind of like? I as thought soon it was as, a good. I did. I did verbally just go, "Oh no!" When I saw Rafa, and I can't remember the other sister's name, but that I did not care for that because 
It, it, it was sometimes a, I didn't like those characters in Clone Wars, but those episodes just dragged. Right. And I'm like, I know we're only getting so many episodes. Like, yeah. if that would have been in a season of 22 episodes, I don't think I would have minded that story arc so much. Right. But the fact I knew we had a limited amount of episodes, I'm like, fucking get to the point. Like, what are these? Yeah. Well, what this are these is how sisters? I felt. This is how I felt at the top of the the Mandalorian show. You know okay. what I mean? Like, it's okay. It's like filler content. It's obviously there's a purpose eventually. Yeah. yeah. But it, that's it's kind of how I felt, and and you guys kind of talked me off a ledge when it came to that. But so I'm like I'm like oh, I was okay with it. Yeah. I watched it, and and I was like it was just fun. It was just fun to immerse myself in this era of Star Wars lore. Yeah, it's just I love it. I really uh, how do you it. like the uh, their their um, Hondo Onaka in Bad Batch, the the female Trandolosian? <laughs> That just gives them their missions and goes gets them on their way. How it's do you feel? Kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, uh, I I you I don't fully trust her yet. I'm just no, I don't I, either. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just I don't waiting either. for something bad to happen there. But I do. I I think it's kind of fun. It gives them a little bit of purpose, at least for the time being. Because I mean, re- really, what's their their ultimate mission right now? Yeah, just survival. Just yeah. survival. Yeah, and this is giving them some work. You know, it's like what? Well, I mean, you're a clone. You like violence. What's what's kind of yeah. What do you do? You know, what What do you do next when they're like, oh, yeah, you're all decommissioned. Sorry. Yeah. You, you keep going. I mean, some some of the guys, like right, like Rex, eventually, like he lived a life of solitude and, and some of these other former clones. So, but these so guys. So you haven't watched Rebels yet, correct? The f- parts of the first season. Okay. Parts so do you plan after Clone Wars to dive into Rebels? Most likely. Good. I've been uh, I've been looking a lot into... Just some of the characters in it, you know. I've seen the the, high, the the clips of like Ahsoka and Vader, which is cool. I've seen the Maul, Obi Wan, you know, mini thing, and I, I think that's all cool. I'm starting to warm up to some of those characters. Yeah, like watching uh, Canon Jarrus's, uh, you know, yeah, character it, at the top of Clone yeah, Wars yeah, made yeah, me yeah. all interested in 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 his story arc and, yeah. and what you know becomes of him and Ezra Bridger and all these all these you know characters that just it's. I'm mad. I'm a little mad that it took me so long, but I feel like the pieces are finally like aligning, where it's like okay, I I can watch these like in order and everything yeah. makes sense at yeah. this point. So, no, I, I get that because for me it's like okay, Clone Wars, and then you had Rebels, and now you're going back to Clone Wars, and now you're going forward with Bad Batch, and it's just it's kind of hodgepodge, but jumbling. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. But you know, I I love it. I love what they're doing. Good, good. Um, and then uh, what else we got? We got uh, so uh, quite a bit of uh, speaking on the Star Wars topic. Um, Lego, it was released in a Japanese catalog. The new sets that are coming out this fall, um, I believe it's either August first or September first. Um, and a lot of times uh, lately, people have been kind of upset because the Lego Star Wars sets that have been coming out have been all original trilogy. Like, no prequel shit. Right. No new shit, just original trilogy. Like, we have so many TIE Fighters. We have so many X-Wings. We have this, that, the other thing. Th- everything they're releasing is Clone Wars and Mandalorian, pretty much. Okay, so they're sure to do some of their expanded yeah, universe Yeah, awesome. Good. So, the one like set... Like Clone Wars cartoon, or... Yeah. Okay. So, the, the, the one set that came out is uh, the duel from the end of Clone Wars, which is, which is Ahsoka... And Darth Maul, it comes with the throne of Mandalore. It looks awesome. It's only oh, twenty cool. bucks. And that's going to be a day one purchase. They're releasing the Mandalorian fighter with like Bo-Katan and Gar Saxon from Clone Wars. That looks awesome. Um, and then Mando, they're releasing like the Imperial transport. Okay, comes with, like Reef Karga and a bunch of troopers. Um, they're releasing Slave One, which originally they said it was going to come with. Han and Carbonite and Boba Fett, but no, it's actually coming with Boba Fett from Mandalorian, and it's coming with Mando in the Beskar armor. Very cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, they're releasing... What was the other Mando set? Um, oh, yeah, the big one. They're releasing um, Grief... Not Grief Cargo. Um, the villain. Moff Gideon. They're Moff releasing Gideon. Moff Gideon's cruiser, and it comes with Moff Gideon. comes with... Which it's like a hundred and sixty dollars set. That thing's friggin' massive. Is it that big? It comes with uh, Moff Gideon. It comes with the uh, Mandalorian with the Beskar spear. It comes with the child. It comes with Fennec Shan. Uh, it comes with a dark trooper. And hey, it comes with Cara Dune. Oh, that's hey, diddle good. diddle. 
Maybe cool if they had Luke. Yeah, I was kind of surprised they didn't put a Luke in there. I would have. That would have been neat. Yeah. That would have been a very nice touch. That would have been pretty cool uh, if they put a Luke in there. Um, but yeah, those sets look awesome. That's, um, that's good. I like that they're doing. Because right, they haven't done anything Mandalorian, right? They've, the only two Lego sets they've released Mandalorian are the Razor Crest, and then they released like the uh, no, sorry, they've they've done three sets. So they did um, the um, the Razor Crest. They did the Adat. From the first episode that they introduced Cara Dune. Yeah. Like the hodgepodgey AT-AT. Uh, they released uh, like the Tatooine set with the Tusken Raider and like their village with uh, the Mando and the child. Uh, they did release like a, a large figure of the child, Grogu. Um, but that's not like, I mean, that, I guess that would count. It's like a buildable. They, yeah. they do that from time to time where they'll give you like a full little figure you can build. Uh, to scale. So, but yeah, they're, they're starting to be like, hey, these sets are selling out. Let's produce them so i think that's great that they're finally like listening to the fans especially the clone war stuff like they've ignored clone war sets for like the longest time and prequel stuff for the longest time the, so it's that was nice. the biggest like they were the biggest thing like 10 11 years ago but yeah, yeah they, it fell off once the series kind of fell exactly out. so it's nice to get that back again so no, that's good there's a lot of cool, cool stories that, that could be told with through lego mm-hmm. with that so uh, what else we got for news this week? So they have uh, there's speculation on a possible casting of Namor the Submariner Ooh. in uh, Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever. Um, I'm not familiar with this actor, um, but he um, he is from the show Narcos Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's it pronounced. It sounds like it's Tenoch Huerta. Uh, so I'm not familiar with this actor, but, uh, um, yeah, but they're saying, uh, the Illuminarity reports that Black Panther 2 will revolve around a conflict between Wakanda and Atlantis, as was previously speculated. As we thought. Oh my God, this would have been. Yeah. I mean, what could have been, but, uh, yeah, what are they going to do? Uh, we'll we see. see. I mean, obviously, yeah, we we have to see. But yeah. damn it, man, uh, that would have been that would have been amazing. That's one. Of, that's a huge story arc over the last, you know, oh, what, I know. 10, 15 years know. for for Wakanda and Black Panther is that Atlantean invasion and conflict. You know, they they kind of alluded to it a little bit in. Well, I don't know if they alluded to it, but there was maybe subtle hints. Yeah, there was uh, like there was game like, about earthquakes and well, there stuff. was that plus like way back in like Iron Man, there was like blips of stuff oh, Iron in Man the middle two? of the, in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. yeah, I mean Iron Man two. That's right. So, uh, and then um, speaking of uh, speculation of casting, uh, it sounds like for Book of Boba Fett, which I believe is supposed to hit Disney Plus this winter. Um, I think November, December. Uh, speculation is that we're going to be getting, you know, the Mandalorian himself. December 2021. Yep. Uh, making a cameo in the show at some point. Cobb Vanth is also rumored to be making an appearance in the show at some point. And then the uh, big one for me is Bosk is being rumored That's to be in cool the show. One. That's a Bosk cool one. Bosk is one of those characters that looks so cool. They fleshed him out a little bit in Clone Wars. I, watch, I actually just recently watched the episode where him... Uh, Cad Bane, Aura Singh, right? I think it was Aura Singh and uh, in Boba. They they were like raiding. They were trying to kill Mace Windu. It was like a oh job. yeah, that's a great that episode. Was, see, yeah, early season three. Yeah, there's it's Bosk, Aura Singh, and then there's like one other like weird looking Trandoloshi. I'd have to look, but I might still have my dad's Bosk figure from oh, wait, Empire from, from like eighty from eighty. Like nice. I remember having it when I was younger, and my brother has all those toys now. If he still has them, I gotta I gotta get it here, but. Yeah, that that one, the old ex, the, I think it was episode four, Luke. He had episode four, Han Solo, and all these things. But Bosk was one of the only ones that I remember. Bosk was cool looking. Yeah, so that's an awesome. That's an. I, that's I gotta, a cool. Figure. I'm gonna have to. I, I have to find it. Have to find it. So, um, yeah, and then um, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but uh, they they leaked a Marvel What If set for Lego. Did they? Yeah, uh, it looks like it's. Uh, a Hulkbuster, but it's like if Iron Man didn't make it through the wormhole from Avengers and he went to the Collector's Planet. It looks pretty oh, cool. Oh, he was stuck in space? So oh. if he went, instead of the Hulk being pulled oh, through the wormhole. Oh, I see. 
to uh, the Collector's Planet if he did, and he's the champion gladiator as a Hulkbuster, and it's like little pieces of ships that he pulled together to make a Hulkbuster. So that looks cool. Uh, if I did talk about it last week, I didn't know the price of it. This week, uh, they did release the price. It's going to be thirty four ninety nine. Uh, okay. So I don't know when that set's coming out, but they've been releasing little like um, art from the What If series. So that looks like it's going to be kind of cool. I can't wait for that show. Actually, I'm looking forward to that. Just little. little it's gonna be fun. Episodes. I love. I love. Love. Love the what ifs. So, to me, it's like yeah. It's. I, I love the what if comic books, and I think it's really cool that they're trying to bring it to life in some some sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Star Wars Legos. Well, wait. You said Marvel. Uh, what else we got in the news? Is that pretty much the gist of it? Uh, did you uh, did you watch any of Sweet Tooth on Netflix? Sweet Tooth, I can't say I've heard of it. So Sweet Tooth is a uh, a DC Vertigo comic, um, and I didn't know too much about it. I knew that they were making this show on Netflix, and it was going to be coming out. Uh, and it's actually being executive produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife. Okay. Um, so I gave it a whirl. Uh, just dropped on Netflix last Friday. And I started watching the first episode as my wife was sitting on the couch reading, and she got sucked in, and it's a really good show. Uh, We wound up binging all eight episodes over the weekend. We watched like two or three per night. Um, If you're looking for escapism from the shitty world that we're living in right now, might not be for you because it's literally a show about like a virus that wipes out half the population. Oh. And people are wearing masks in the show. Uh, I don't know if they that's like... That's been something that's bothered me watching like older movies is that I'm like, where's your mask? Well, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, like, Frodo, where's your mask, yeah. bro? Come on, man. <laughs> the Shire? Shire's not safe. Bilbo, what, where's your mask, man? You're out in public. <laughs> I don't I care it. you've been alone for years, <laughs> Golem. Put your fucking mask on. <laughs> but, like, I don't know if, like, if they just... Uh, if they weaved that plot point in... To or that aesthetic into the show. I haven't read the comic, but I don't know if they weaved it into the show because obviously they filmed this during the pandemic. So I don't know if they weaved it that storyline into film actors with masks on and stuff. Right. But um, there, there's literally like a scene where like two guys are um, sanitizing a scene, a contagion scene, and they're in hazmat suits, and it was just kind of like I I laughed because I'm like this is so today is like the one guy like takes off his hazmat suit and he like starts vaping and the other guy's like dude fucking put your mask back on he's like man we just sanitized this whole area we're fine we're outside i don't need to put my mask on you know chemicals chemicals that we put in there he's like how about the chemicals in your vape and he's like, yeah, his, fuck it. Like, did his dick explode from gluten? It should have, yes. His dick should have exploded <laughs> from gluten. But, uh, like, it, it, it's it's kind of like an extreme of the world we're living in. And uh, I'm, I don't want to give too much away, but it's basically like this this virus takes out half the population. Uh, the people, as this is happening, the people that are giving birth to babies, uh, the babies are like half human, half animal hybrids. And they're not sure if the virus caused the hybrids or if the hybrids caused the virus. And some people want to save these hybrids, saying that they're going to be the the next step in evolution that will survive this event. Right. And the others are like, hey, no, these are bad. And then their scientists are like, well, if we take these hybrids and we use their genetics, we can come up with a cure. But to get a cure, we got to just kill them. And then there's, like, scenes where these people are living in, like, this faux pas society. But if anybody shows a sign that they're infected, they just burn them alive and they burn their house down. So it, it's it, it's up and down. It's well done. Uh, some of it kind of feels a little bit rushed. Right. Um, it is only eight episodes. They're easy watches. Um, the cast is great. Um, so I, I'd highly recommend it. You said it's on Netflix? Yes, it is. Okay. So I think it's like their number one trending thing right now. Uh, it's uh, it is doing well, uh, unlike Jupiter's Legacy. That's, I like the first episode of Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, but like it's been out for what three weeks? 
No, it's yeah. been longer than that. Well, still, and you've only gotten through one episode. Well, that's because me and the white, we agreed that we would watch it together, and we've been busy. Can I ask you this? You watch an episode with your wife, and you go, yeah, we'll watch this together. But that episode grips you, man. It fucking hooks you. Are you really just going to wait and not like watch an episode behind her back and then go, oh, I didn't watch it. I'll watch it. And in your mind, you're like, I'll Damn watch it, it again. You're right. Yeah. It didn't fucking grip you. Like, I got through to episode three, and I'm like, I don't, it's, this show is not doing it for me. I and liked yes, the it, blood and gore. The, the, it was very gory. I liked it. It was like Invincible live action. Not, okay. Not like Invincible live action, but it was like a live action like inspired by Invincible. I don't think bit. it was that gory. Maybe it's because I... They punched the dude's face in. Yeah, well, yeah, he that was a That big monster dude, and you stopped, yeah. you stopped the shit out of him, he killed him? I don't know. It was violent. Yeah, it was like the one thing in a fucking hour and a half long episode of <laughs> two guys talking. Two old geezers talking. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I couldn't... Uh, yeah, my daughter, she's out there whoring it up, showing pictures of herself in Vogue. My son, he wants to, he's not going to live up to me. Like, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I tried. <laughs> I'm not going back to finish it. And That's fair. now the fact that they've canceled it. Yeah, I'm there's, def- even, I'm, less, there's yeah. even less reason yeah. to do it. I mean, that was supposed to launch this big Miller-verse. Uh, it was supposed to be like their big thing, but eh, not happening. Yeah. Guess not. Well, Guess they can't not. all be winners. <laughs> uh, what else are we looking at? Is that it? Uh, we got uh, a little bit of toy news. Toys are uh, cool. I mean, we already talked Legos. I don't. I don't consider Legos toys. Do you? I consider them puzzles. I, they're unique. They're. I don't even consider them puzzles. I think they're just. Just they're. They're yeah. on a mountaintop of their own. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't consider Legos toys. No, they're because like, you can't just buy them. There, there's work involved. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It's not so like. Yeah. You play with it, but you got to construct it. It's like I don't view like board games as a toy. What's we'll call them a tuzzle. It's a toy puzzle. Toy puzzle. I like that. Tuzzle. Yeah. Like a model kit. A model kit is not a toy. Baron, what do you think of the word tuzzle? Baron, do you hear that? What? What What say you, Matthew? What word? Tuzzle. Toy and puzzle. Where's the dictionary? Get me, get me the Webster. No, no, no. It's a what? new word. What it's new? a new word. And who are you to decide? Is, you, is your name Webster? I'm the host of this hmm? comic book podcast. Hmm? No, my name's not Webster. That's a dorky name. Dork this. You know what a dork is? A dork is a whale's penis. That's in Webster's Dictionary. Hmm, yes. You look up dork, that's going to be the definition. You look up tuzzle, it won't be in there. No, yes. Hmm. Yeah, but new words get added all the time. Hmm, they must go through council. Yes. Hmm. Who's the council? Yes, I believe I saw a council once. There was a green fellow with pointy ears. and That's... There was... What? Yes. Ha, I made a joke. I made a funny. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Hmm. Uh, how, how how come you don't laugh at my joke? Hmm? It was. It was. You right. said was you right. like the wharf in that's up in those stars. Yes. Hmm. That wasn't me. You said you like the war that's up in the stars. Oh, that the war. Yes. I just said the wolf in the stars. Well, that could be a wolf in the stars. Have you ever seen the constellations? Yes. Hmm. Smitty constellations. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the Big Dipper. Is that just a big ladle for like spaghetti and stuff? <laughs> You ignoramus. No. No. <laughs> mm. All right, Baron. We're sorry to bother you. Yes, I was I was I I'm in the middle of using baking soda as a bath like a chinchilla. Hmm? I can't use water and soap like you peons. Hmm? Baron, bring that over here. I'm gonna we're gonna test this. What okay. Arm and hammer, it says. Do you have an arm? Yes? Where's your oh, hammer, sir? There's a hammer somewhere in here. Hmm? Come on. on. Give me some. Give me some. Yeah, here you go. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Do not up your nostrils, good sir. No. You rub it on your shoulders. You roll around in it. Matthew. Matthew. You... Oh. Schmitty. Schmitty. You... Baron, what did you do? Did you lace that with this? something? What? A sleep? Is that a narcotic? What are you doing? No. No. Matthew. Okay. Chest compressor. Stand alive. Stand alive. Ha, ha, ha. That's what you do, Smitty. You do the CPR to BG. Stand. Ha, 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 ha. Stand alive. You were the chosen one, Anakin. Whoa. I'm all right. I'm back. I'm back. 
You're lucky I didn't have to do mouth-to-mouth on those sultry lips of yours. Hmm? Yes? Oh, God, I'm okay. Yes. I have the meat sweats now, though. But all right. Too much bacon for you, Matthew. Too much bacon. All right. I bet you I do. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. I'm glad you're back. I mean, goodness gracious me. What did you do to me? Well, you freaking, you did a line of baking soda. It wasn't baking soda. What, what else would it be? He says he rolls around and like a chinchilla. I guess do, you, do you believe him at this point? Yes. Soundly. He makes a good point. You can't just add words to Webster's Dictionary, man. It's got to go through a council. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what words they're adding to that thing. I don't know. I don't know either. But, it's, you know, it's craziness. It's just craziness. I was upset. So, like, last week I was talking about Black Cat. It's coming out with a new comic book. They're going to change something about her. It's forever going to change her comic character. I go to both comic book shops, and both comic book shops were shorted. They didn't even get the freaking book. They didn't even get it. They didn't even get the book. There's a comic book shortage now? I, I don't know if they're just shorting the shops because they don't have enough. I don't know. I went to the first one. Like, yeah, they shorted Thanks, us. Thanks, Biden. You know? You, 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 you messed with our gas prices. Now you're messing with our comic book supply. Oh, maybe so is- mad. Like, I went to the one. He's like, no, we don't have it. Then I went to the second one. He's like, yeah, they shorted me. I don't have it. Went back to the other one because they said they just got it late. And I'm like, where is it? They're like, oh, we didn't get it. I'm like, when the hell are you going to? When is this going to come out? Erroneous on all counts. It's supposed to come out every Wednesday, but my other shop's not open until Thursday, so I went freaking two days to three shops. It's bullshit. So That's I don't horrible. know. I'm, I've been trying to avoid spoilers. I don't know what they did with it. But so does it we'll change see. her character arc forever? Yeah. I don't know what they did. They said it's going to change the, the her Felicia Hardy's character forever. It's a character I've been invested in since 1996. Just 96? Well, that's when I was 11 and I started oh, watching Amazing Spider-Man. That's fair. That cartoon on Fox. Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man. you know how that song went. Yeah, it was like, it was like all that techno board. voice. Yeah. <laughs> the 90s. I loved them. All right. The best part about the 90s, and I'll fight anybody who differs, is the Spice Girls. Yeah? That's the hill you're going to die on? Yeah. That's the best thing of the 90s. Spice Girl. They did. Have, they did have a movie. Unsink Spice and, World. Yeah, yeah. Unsink and Backstreet did not have a movie. They did not. Did you know if you find that VHS tap, tape, it's very valuable. I, I, and that DVD because they never. They they're not going to make that again on Blu-ray. My John Goodman had it. John Goodman's in that movie. Yes. Yes. He's their like agent. That's how popular they oh were. Oh my god. John Goodman, my friends. Walter Sobchak from Sobchak Security. I'm going to have to refine this movie. That was crazy. That, 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 that was about as 90s as it gets. That is 90s in a nutshell. <laughs> All right. What do you got comic book-wise today, Matthew? So, like I said, I have a Star Wars book. Star Wars. Is it legacy? Is it something that's in canon, out of canon? It's newer. Newer, so, so it's, it's in canon. Be good. It's a Marvel book. It okay, is, yeah, that's uh, canon, baby. Star Wars Darth Vader number five. Number five. I don't think you've covered this one. I, I have not. And I don't think Micah has either. I don't know, maybe. He gave me some Vader books, but I didn't read them because I lost them. <laughs> I, I don't know I'm, what he does to his comics because he gave, he gave me some and they were like, beat to shit. And then I forgot he has a dog. And I'm like, oh, his dog probably I, shoot him up. It's possible. All right. That's so, why you get cats. They just lay on them. <laughs> so, uh, so I've actually been following this one on Star Wars Theory and Stupendous Wave, a couple of these different Star Wars YouTube channels. And I found this this read, uh, and it's it's really nice. All right. So here's the prologue of um, uh, of this of epi- part five of this, this six-story, six-book arc. Uh, Darth Vader revealed the truth. He is Luke Skywalker's father, but Luke refused Vader's call to the dark side of the Force and escaped. Enraged, Vader has taken a squad of Death Troopers and the Imperial Forensics droid Z-67 on a quest of revenge against everyone who hid Luke from him. Vader's new ally, Queen Amidala's former handmaiden Sabe, has sworn a vengeance of her own against her queen's killers. But Sabe betrayed Darth Vader, believing the Dark Lord to be Padme's killer. Vader battled Sabe and her followers on Naboo before... Padme's grave. So, uh, what I've gathered from this was this is after Episode Five. All right, so 
Vader had recently only we've seen that he had recently discovered that Luke Skywalker was in existence. Emperor Palpatine had explained to him that uh, the children died, or the child, he didn't know he had twins, but the child died with Padme. But he thinks there's something fishy, obviously, going. There's, it's actually kind of cool. I like how they layer this. It, it just adds more to what, Vader what throwing. Did, what did he say Like after he found out he killed Padme? What did he say again? Uh, well, Palpatine did? No, after uh, Palpatine was like, Vader, yeah, you killed her uh, in, a, in a fit of anger. anger. What did Vader say? No! You need to say that for five hours to get that accurate. <laughs> and he broke a bunch of stuff. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, the, the distrust was always there, right? I've read, I've read a lot of books that probably don't matter anymore. But start, I think there's I think always was, there's always distrust in a Sith dynamic. There is, yeah. Especially this, you know, especially this one is more heartbreaking. I think you, you watch see, it from start to finish. Well, you see it too in like the Clone Wars with Dooku and Asajj Ventress, and then Savage Opress and Maul. Yeah. You see that like treachery. Yeah, there's like it's like, but it hurts. It, it, I, I view Sidious as like a rich, unattractive man, kind of like Robert Kraft, if you will. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I'm ten years older. That means my wife's got to be ten years younger. And he just like did like that. That's what the the Sith master always does. Like you're fucking old. Look at you. I can't have sex with you. I got to get a new apprentice. Look at you. <laughs> Your tits used to be perky. Your your dick used to work. Now it doesn't do shit. You're out of here. I got to get a new one. <laughs> yeah. This Basically. one hurts the most, though, because you did what well, we, yeah, we watched. We saw, we saw Anakin as a young whippersnapper. So much so much uh, possibility. So he's the chosen one. He's the chosen one. You know, I see you're, I see you're becoming a, a, a was it a... Powerful, even great, a great Jedi, even greater than Master Yoda. Yeah, some of the way he built it up and the treachery that really happened. But anyway, so this book starts off with, uh, you know, uh, with Vader standing on top of Queen Amidala's tomb, which is it's just it's cool because I mean, obviously Naboo was not re, you know recognized, acknowledged in the original trilogy because there was probably no plans for in it. The but special edition, yes. Oh, they did. Oh, yes, the special edition. They uh, well, not the ninety-seven when they re-released the movies on Blu-ray. Maybe it was DVD even. Yeah, it was DVD and Blu- no, it was DVD first. They acknowledge Sorry. it in Empire. Oh uh, no, not in Empire. In Return of the Jedi. The celebration. You're right. Yes, okay, the celebration. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but the, you're saying this happened right after Empire. After- this happens not too long after Empire. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, and Sabe comes in. Vader just destroyed like a bunch of like the. There, there's a group called the Amidalans who kind of are like they they kind of defend Naboo, okay. but they're all they're they just they're. Please tell cultists. me, Seal Bibble is one of them. I, I, do you remember yeah, Seal Bibble? He actually might be. I don't know if it's in this book, but I do remember Seal Bibble. That yeah. was the. Uh, that was her, her like Amidala's right hand man. The yep. old man with the beard. Yes, and then, who's the pilot? I forgot who the pilot. Who the kid. pilot? Well. The first Ricolet. Yes, yes, that's who it was. Oh yeah, love it. I love it. That was the that was the peak of Star Wars back in the early nineties. That was like well, ooh. people are like, how do you know these people's names? Because we had the fucking toys. That's how you ha- you know that's these true. people's names. Did you ever see that Watu Pepsi uh, stand up? I have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. It's okay. awesome. I love it. I, I had I had every one of those cans. Like I'm keeping these. And then I remember after like seven years, I'm like, all right, let's go to Tops and put them in the, <laughs> trade them in. Yeah, well, <laughs> put them in the old can dispensary for Thanks five for the cents. Nickel. Yep. Uh, in New York State, we get five cents for those. Michigan, though, you get ten. <laughs> you I should have driven them over you state should. lines. <laughs> Kramer, <laughs> right? I think he did that episode of Seinfeld. Yes, him and Newman yep. on a mail truck. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so it opens up with a shot of Vader standing over Padme's tomb, and it's really cool. Sabi goes, "Vader, you can't, you can't desecrate her." And the robot goes, "Well, of course he can't, Sabi. Lord Vader came here for answers." She goes, "No." And Vader starts to use the Force to kind of open up uh, Padme's tomb, and you start to see flashbacks of her, first one of her smiling on Naboo from Episode Two when he was protecting her, and then the Force choke, and he freeze, he, he chokes up himself and shuts down. And uh, and the the robot goes ah yes excellent call we don't want to disturb the site and potentially destroy any evidence and the robot goes allow me to scan 
Aha, there it is. A med implant stamped and traceable. Uh, so they're all discovering very interesting, uh, you know, just, just Vader's learning of... We're pretty much going to go back through the end of episode three with Vader in this book. It's really cool. Uh, Sabe goes, hailing all Amidalans. Vader has a new destination. Stand by for coordinates. Uh, and, yeah, they're they're... They're going to Polis Massa. That's the place where Luke and Leia were born. All right. So we, we go back to that area. It's destroyed. It was our old rebel base that was uh, demolished by the Empire. And they're looking up some, uh, trying to find some history. The The robot unlocks a uh, a hologram of Obi-Wan bringing Padme to there uh, with the two droids. And he goes, oh, flown by the notorious Jedi Obi-Wan Kenobi. He goes, she was injured. He apparently brought her here to try to save her life. And Vader just standing there, this this scary look, Kenobi. And we get flashbacks to episode three again. Stop. No, now come back. I love you. And he gets, liar. Love it. It's such an intense. It's such. It's That's one of the greatest, like, that build up to that fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan in episode three. One of my favorites of all time. Uh, the droid trying to access medical stuff, but oh, here come the Amidalans with their with their modified like X wing. I think they might be. I don't even know what kind of ships these are. Nabu starfighters. There's a couple other ones, uh, and they're attacking. Invaders just blocking all these, <laughs> repelling all these ships, firing at them with his lightsaber, and just sinking these things, blowing them up, force like force exploding them. It's it's, it's really intense. There's more there's more flashbacks. Of uh, you know, of episode three, which is always just cool to see, and uh, eventually Vader walks into the maternity ward, and uh, he asks the robot, "What you know? Do the records say?" And it's like the data core has been destroyed, but this med droid here, it has uh, it has some of its memory intact. It's a me- it's a midwifery droid, and it's badly damaged, but it shows uh, it shows a video of Padme in like getting ready to birth. And she goes, Obi-Wan. And the robot goes, that name again. He must have been very important to her. And Vader cuts the robot in half. Yeah, because, like, in episode three, Anakin was almost like, you f- you fucking my girl, man? <laughs> like, he was almost, like, insinuating that. A little bit. He yeah. was very distrusting of Obi-Wan. Which I is... think he was very distrusting of everybody, though. Yeah. Like, he didn't even trust Padme. Right. He didn't trust anybody. No, he didn't. He did not. He just wanted what he wanted. And... Uh, it closes up with the, the the phrase "There's good in him." I know, and ironically, you know, I know. The first time I saw still... that in theaters with Episode Three, as shitty as that whole, uh, she's lost the will to live. Like, no, she just gave birth to two fucking kids. That's the reason for living, you fuck. <laughs> but like, I still shed a tear when she said, "You know, he, there's still good in him." Oh, it was it was really well done. Yeah, that was that, part that was, was well Natalie done, yeah. Portman at, at one of her finest. No, roles. she's a fantastic actress. She is. Like, she's like, very just good. Look at her. And this look, was like her first bit. Beyond I mean, she, the professional, like yeah. she's fucking like eight, and she steals the show in that yeah. movie. She's, she's done amazing. a lot of good movies, but this yeah. was her first like major role where she was like the set mainstream she was mainstream Same role mainstream where she was role. center cast. Yeah, but ironically, you know the the quotes are playing over his head as he's standing over the droid. Now it clips over to Vader, who's suddenly falling. Uh, it looks like we're best in, in Bespin, where Luke fell, and he's, like, de-aging. All right, so it goes from Vader to Anakin in Episode 2 to Anakin in Episode 1. And then finally, uh, Vader wakes up. He goes to Coruscant. Oh, I was gonna. I was hoping it would be, like, a sperm embryo. <laughs> it would have been Palpatine's great. Palpatine's little... It would have been great. Uh, sperm sent through space to impregnate <laughs> Shmi. Uh, we go back to Coruscant, and there's Palpatine. Lord Vader, have you settled your business? Yes, Master. Really? The Sith now, oh, the Sith now, that fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to strength. But you, my friend, have just wallowed in grief, and you need to start all over again with fear. His hands electrocute, and that's the end of the issue. <coughs> I hate how much it hurts my voice. Um, in the, the shows the next clip, or advertises the next book, uh, Darth Vader's final lesson, Palpatine's Punishment. 
So I will be reading. I know I cut through some of the stuff. No, that's I know good. I started at five. Yeah, yeah. But I will read number six cool. next week. Cool, cool. So it's a really cool story. It's it, I, Again, I love when the different eras acknowledge each other. That's so to me that's so important in Star Wars because uh you know when when the first you know when 4 5 and 6 were made I don't believe that 1 2 and 3 were in the original plans. I, I don't believe I that think, they were. I think he I think he wrote them just as a reference point. Yes. Just as a reference point. But you know what I mean obviously Mace Windu wasn't in mind no. when 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 Empire was written and oh, Qui-Gon gosh, and all these characters. So for me, this is why I'm starting to appreciate the comics more because it 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 ties it all together. You know, we didn't get some of the 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 acknowledgement in the newer era until unfortunately this new trilogy where Luke is name dropping Darth Sidious, General Hux is saying, "Oh, should we go back to clones and 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 so much more." But for me, for Star Wars, I love it as much as I do. It's a very important for for those eras to connect to each other somehow, whether it be planets, whether it be characters, names, anything like that. So that, I think this is a very, very good run. But that is uh, Darth Vader number five. I will read number six uh, next week and read the conclusion of the story. So. Oh, yes, Matthew, I see. Hmm. You read a book? Uh, yes, you know this, but maybe our listeners do not, but... Yes, you are very heavily influenced from your book by the film for cinemas directed by my little baby brother, Arvind Kushner. He directed The Empire Strikes Back, Your War in the Stars, number five, I believe it was. Yes? Hmm? Yeah. Number five? Number yes. five. Yes, well. You know Kirshner, too? He was my baby brother. Baby brother. Arvind Kushner is my little baby brother, yes. Mm, yes. Well, I had no idea. I, I When I came on your live podcast stream, this is what I said to your ignoramus podcast partner there, Porcupine Jones. Arvind Kushner is my baby brother. So have you done any movies yourself? No, I do not uh, occupy my time with such frivolous cinema. I mean, you're friends with Sean Connery, and obviously yes, Kushner is your little brother, like... You know, Mr. Connery and I were bricklayers back in Ireland. Oh, yes. bricklayers. That's yes. what it was. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes. But my world. I'm very glad my little baby brother was very heavily influenced on your comic book, this this book of comics that you read today. But let me tell you this. Now, I have not been in cinema, but I mm, picture myself as a cinephile myself. Yes. Mm. Watch movies from time to time. Movies for film, movies for television, yes? Yeah. Do you have one of those pictures on a box, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, what say you? I know you have said that you, you, you sir, you did not care for episode, uh, what was it, uh, eight? Eight. Hated it. Nine, yes? Didn't like nine either. Schmitty, yourself? Hmm? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to. I, I I lied to myself and said I liked him, but I don't. Nine but. would have been better if eight didn't suck. Well, I, I even, the first time I saw eight, I was like, I kind of like it. And then I was like, I no, walked. That was I the don't. first time I've ever walked out of a theater disappointed. First time. I looked at my uncle, who is a Star Wars fanatic, and I'm like, that wasn't good. And he said, yeah, I didn't care for it either. That is life, sir. Sometimes high of highs, low of lows. Yes, I know, but all that you know, all the good stuff from seven. It's like woo. That was not good. It's seven just I've seen four. I saw four. First one. Yeah, but when it different. was just the war in the stars. No, no, Asterix. Four. A new hope. Hope this. Mm. What's that? No hope. Mm. I like seven. There's optimism there. Yes, hope. Mm, perhaps yes. Because they took the hope from four and made seven. That's all they did. You ignoramus. How did you not see that? Yes. I'm sorry, Matthew. I get, I get, I get, I get emotional. It's but okay. Regardless. Uh, what? Uh, these clones, yes. Hmm? Now, I saw a film in the year of our Lord, 1997. Yes. The resurrection of an alien. Hmm? Perhaps a plot point could have been you clone Amidala, hmm? Um. While pregnant with the twins? Take those clone twins, hmm? Sith Lords, hmm? There's your movies. You're welcome, Disney of Walt, hmm? Have that, yes. Wow, that's, a, that's not a bad idea. No, that, wow. Where were you? <laughs> he just ran off. 
I think he's going to patent that idea. That's not a half bad idea. It is not. I mean, Alien Resurrection was awful, but <laughs> I mean, you take that and you go the other way with it. Hot diggity. Yeah, you got an evil clone of Leia, evil clone of Luke. That's, he's on that's, something. That's good shit. That is good shit. And maybe that is not Arm and Hammer baking soda he's got. Yeah, the, I know. That hooju is going in him. Well, well, uh, my comic book today is uh, something new. Batman The Adventure Continues Season 2. I have read uh, something from Batman The Adventure Continues, but this is a continuation of the Batman animated series um, in comic form. So they released, I believe it was six or seven issues already, and I thought that was it. That was done. And then I stumbled upon this. Apparently, they're doing another season. This is season two of this. So this is kind of cool because they're taking characters that are in DC and they're turning them and putting them into the Batman the Animated Series style of art story. So just magnificent. So yeah, very cool. All so, right, uh, this is neat. Uh, so it starts off. We get uh, this um, talk up between uh, high-ranking Gothamites. So we have the mayor of Gotham City, and he's with his uh, trophy wife. And, you know, she's complaining about how they're going to all these dinners for different galas and things and how the food always sucks, and she's ter- she, she doesn't like the, the chicken that they always serve. And uh, she tells him, you know, you, you dumb idiot, you left, and you left the window open. And he's like, I, I, I didn't leave the window open, dear. And he goes over there, and the window's wide open. Who do you think is going to be here? He closes the window. She's a reflection. Who do you think it is? You think it's Batman? I think so. It's not. <gasps> it's it not. is a uh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. beady-eyed looking son of a gun. It's Robin. No. It's the Joker. We don't know. So don't then know. we cut uh, and we get an introduction. This is a very uh, good character that I like in DC, Dead Man. And we see Dead oh, Man floating through the skies. Uh, now, Dead Man. For those of you who is don't he like know, Carrion? is he like Carrion? Who? Carrion from Marvel. Marvel. I don't know that character. You, Maximum Carnage used to touch things and suck the life out of him. So, so no, Dead Man. Uh, Boston Brand. He was a circus performer, just like Robin. He was a uh, trapeze artist, just like Robin. But he was killed unjustly. But he actually died. So uh, he came back as Dead Man, and he is a spirit, and he can kind of put his spirit into other beings, take over their body for a while. Oh, that's cool. And uh, right, It's definitely not like Carrion, but yeah. I'm sending you a picture of Carrion. All right, thank you. Yep. I'm not familiar with that character. Now I'm intrigued. I'm sure you've seen him before. So, um, yeah, he's, he's flying over Gotham City, and he sees this big top circus. He's like, oh, I'm right at home. Haley's Circus, even without lions and tigers, it feels like old times. And then uh, he he pops in, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, we've just spotted a young man who is no stranger to the circus, nor to the roar of the crowd. You may have seen him yourself under the big top just a few years ago. Please welcome us to the famous Grayson of the Flying Graysons, and we see Dick stand up, and he's he's waving, and his claps everywhere, and he's got the he's he's Nightwing at this point, so he's okay. got that sweet ass ponytail from yes. the '90s, and he's with Barbara Gordon, and she's like, "Oh, that's real smooth, you know." <laughs> who who'd you tell that you were here? <laughs> and uh, as this is going on, we see the spirit of Dead Man Boston Brand, and he's floating above, and he says, uh, "You know, of course it would be him." No one can see Boston Brand. They can only see Dick Grayson, let alone celebrate Boston Brand. But uh, the perks of being alive, enjoy it while you can, old Dickie boy. Because, you know, he, he can see that Barbara Gordon's swooning over Dick Grayson. Uh, and then, uh, so it kind of lays some back backlog, uh, backstory that he uh, had an adventure with Dick Grayson once. It was his last adventure of his life. So I think they're kind of retro-acting the origin. Perhaps he was a circus performer as Dick Grayson was alive. Uh, and then we see Dead Man kind of floating through the city. And then uh, as he's floating around, we see the Batmobile coming up. And, you know, oh, Batman's going to the 
the debutante, the, the mayor of Gotham City with his wife. And, yep, yep, the mayor, he's dead. He is dead. And uh, Commissioner Gordon's there, and he's asking questions, and the the wife of the mayor is there with her son, and uh, he says uh, she has saw the murder. And she says, they ask her, you know, who killed him, and she, she replies that it was kind of like Batman, but he had big big eyes man bat like an owl oh so that's where batman's putting things together he thought the court of owls he's heard of it but he thought it was just a myth oh this is interesting so uh as this is going on dead man you know he saw batman's car he saw the batmobile so he followed and he's kind of observing and uh batman's as he's he's going on the crime scene, he sees some some scratches on the wall, and he goes, "It's kind of like talon marks." And um, he says, "Have you ever felt like you're being watched?" And we're kind of meant to believe that he feels dead man watching him, but no. We cut to an, a a building across the way, and we see someone who looks like they're from the Court of Owls, and they're watching, and they start to run away. And uh, yeah, then we see. Uh, this woman that was supposed to be uh, going on a date with Bruce Wayne. So she's leaving him a message, and apparently her father is a, a, a sergeant, and he's been collecting relics from this mythic Court of Owls. So Batman pops in because he feels like if the Court of Owls are a thing, they are, they're probably going to come after this guy because he's got a lot of their relics. Yeah. And he's explaining to Batman that you know he's believed that the Court of Owls have been a real thing. Um, he believes that myths are are legends that are in a form of fact. And he's saying that the Court of Owls were like high-ranking people in Gotham City. They didn't trust each other. They wore masks because they they didn't trust each other either. And they had these things called talons that were vicious assassins that would take out people that threatened them or questioned them Mm. or opposed them. So, and Court of Owls is interesting. I've heard little things about it. I don't think I've ever read a book. I about have not Court either. So this is. But I have heard. I've many heard of the Court of Owls, but I'm not too familiar. So it's kind of cool to see to get this backstory. I don't know if this is the original backstory, um, but even Batman's like I've heard of them, but I just I didn't think that they were a real thing. Um, so as this is going on, the talons that they show in the past look very similar to the talon that murdered the mayor. And that was watching Batman at the crime scene. Mm. So as this is going on, um, you know, uh, there's a noise at the house. And uh, the sergeant and the girl that, you know, was supposed to date Bruce Wayne, but Batman showed up. They're having a a disagreement. So, you know, Batman leaves. He kicks him out. The, the, The sergeant kicks Batman out. And then Deadman's there. He's observing everything. He's following the Batmobile back to the Batcave. But as he's doing that, he sees this Talon sitting in the bushes outside this sergeant's house. So he tries to, you know, Deadman's looking at this Talon, but Talon can see him even though he's a ghost. And he's perplexed by this. How can he see me? So the Talon attacks Deadman, but obviously he's a spirit, so he can't hurt him. Deadman tries to... Um, possess the body of this talon, which he has the power and ability to do, right. but he can't. Oh. He's rejected by this talon. So this talon goes, and he's he's there to get the relics from the sergeant who's got these things from the Court of Owls. So he goes to attack him. Uh, then we see the, the sergeant's daughter, and she goes, oh, it's Bruce Wayne finally calling me for our date. Well, guess what? I had a different suitor here, and, you know, he was a Batman, and maybe I'll pick him up instead of you. Oh, the irony. You know, and then uh, she walks into her father's office, the sergeant, and he's been he's been beaten up by this talent figure. Dead man comes in, swoops in right behind her. He possesses the body of the sergeant's daughter, and he's happy to know that she's a, a uh, army brat with proper combat training. So he takes over her body. He's fighting this Talon figure. The Talon's like, hey, there's, you're no match for me. She's dead man possessing this girl is posing quite a uh, match for the Talon. But as he goes to strike a killing blow, the Talon does, all of a sudden we get two batarangs right in his arm. Batman pops up. Um, Batman starts fighting Talon. He's telling the girl to, to lay low. She says, you know, it's Boston brand in there, so he says, no, I'll help, and Batman doesn't realize it, that 
you know, she's being possessed by Boston Brand, but he's kind of coming to the realization that she's acting differently, she's talking differently, something's up. So Batman and Talon are fighting. He tries to incapacitate him to no avail. Uh, Boston Brand, dead man, pops out of the girl, then she runs for cover. Um, and then it's just crazy. Again, Boston Brand, dead man, tries to possess the Talon figure again. But again, the Talon sees him, shocks the spirit, almost like he's got some Ghostbuster-type fucking tech where he like grabs his chest and he shocks him. And that's where Batman uh, realizes that something's going on with uh, the girl, the daughter of the sergeant. Um, Talon strikes her into the swimming pool that was in the backyard. And Batman's got the choice, either save the girl or chase the villain. So obviously he saves the girl. Um, again, Deadman tries to... I, I don't know why he doesn't learn his lesson, but again, he tries to... Um, go after Talon, and again he shocks him almost with this, this these things in his hands and his claws that disperse the ghost, almost like that eradicate the ghost of Boston Brand Dead Man. Then we see Batman reviving uh, the the girl, the daughter of the sergeant. He goes back to the sergeant. The sergeant is still luckily alive, so that's great. Um, and then. Uh, we see again Batman. He gives Dick Grayson. Uh, he wants him to keep an eye on the sergeant who's in the hospital. Uh, Dick's been watching him for a while, so then he sends Robin, Tim Drake, to relieve him. Uh, then um, we see Batman picking up the Court of Owls mask, and he doesn't understand why things were the way they were when he was fighting him. And then he has a note in the mask from Dead Man. And he realized that there was some kind of paranormal entity possessing the sergeant's daughter that was there. So who do you think he goes to see for help? He goes to see Zatanna. Mm-hmm. And Zatanna has... She was a Justice League Dark with, with Dead Man, Swamp Thing... Etrigan, the I've living seen demon. Her before she, she was in Batman the Animated Series. So it's what's cool her, to see her what's her back. Uh, ability again? She's a sorceress and uh, she's a magician. Yes, she that's, casts okay, spells, that's but when she casts them, she says everything in reverse to cast these spells. Okay, so uh, she's there and he's kind of asking questions about a, a, a spirit that could possess beings, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I know who that would be. That would be Boston Brand." And then uh, she tells Batman the backstory that he's, he was a stuntman in the circus. He suffered a gruesome fate. Uh, someone took him out. And then uh, she gives Batman an amulet and says, if you wear this, you'll be able to see Boston Brand, but there's a trick. You really have to believe it. So then the next scene, we see Batman wearing this amulet around his head, and he's sitting on a gargoyle as he does in Gotham City. And he's been sitting there for hours, and he says, there must be some other way to do this. And then all of a sudden, you're, actually, there's not. And it's only been like two hours, not like four. And then Batman's like, you've been here the whole time? And he goes, yeah, I had to be sure that you were taking this seriously. And I just thought it was kind of fun to see you perched on a gargoyle in the (laughs) middle of Gotham City. (laughs) So Batman can finally see Dead Man. So in the next issue, which is called The Bat and the Ghost... They will be working together against the Court of Owls. Uh, so I'm really psyched because I love Dead Man. I love, uh, like, I, I just like Justice League Dark. I love um, Madame Xanadu. I love um, Black uh, Black Orchid. Uh, all those characters that were in that, I'm, I'm a big fan of. So I love seeing Dead Man with Batman, especially in this animated series cartoon, which I That's grew cool. up with. Yeah, it's the um, greatest animation yeah. style. I'm hoping if this, this does well, I'm hoping we get a Swamp Thing in Batman oh. the Animated Series because... That's one of my favorite Swamp Thing issues from Alan Moore is when Swamp Thing takes over Gotham City. Uh, it's such a good issue. It's probably one of my favorite comics of all time. So I'd love to see Swamp Thing in an animated series type artwork. So is this read newer? Is this book newer? This just came out this on just Wednesday. Came out. Okay. All right. Very good. That was a fun book, man. You read a couple of those now at this point, right? Yeah, I have because they're just they're they're a lot of fun. Like the, the first season, uh, the first. Well, I didn't know it was going to be the first season, but the first like seven or eight issues that came out, they they did an arc with Deathstroke, which was never in Batman the Animated Series, but no. it would make sense. They did an arc with um, 
well, sure they do. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, they did. They, uh, they, I mean, there was a little firefly in there. They did an arc with, um, some, some Batman villains that you, oh, hush. They did, uh, yeah, they did the whole Red Hood, uh, arc, which you didn't like in, in Batman, the animated series, it went from Dick Grayson to Tim Drake. Right. You didn't get, uh, the second Robin in there. You didn't get him. So the fact that, you know, they, they, they gave you that was pretty cool. So oh, that's good. That is good. But all right, everybody, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the panel discussion. Those are your books for the week. Thank you, as always, for joining us. I think Micah mentioned it last week. We had a stellar, stellar, stellar um, month of listenership in the month of May. I can't thank you all enough. Till next time, on behalf of Will, Baron, and I. Yes, <laughs> Good night. <laughs> it was great. No filth from that awful porcupine, Jones. Now this is podcasting. Ben Quadraneros, is that what you say, Smitty? Yeah, that's just, do you even know who that is, Baron? Yes, no. It's me, Andrew Lenz from the future, telling you that your dream is going to come true. What? No way! Yeah, you're going to have an awesome podcast called Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? And new episodes come out every Sunday on... Beyond-